I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to Second Take Podcast. I am Zane C. Webber. I'm Sebastian. I'm Alex. And with us today is a special guest, Chanstar Anderson. I'm Chanstar. You are a local filmmaker and you love this movie. I, well, we haven't spoken about the movie yet. You're making assumptions there. I am. So today we're looking at Dallas Buyers Club, directed by Jean-Marc Vallée, uh, written by Craig Borden and Melissa Wallach. I think that's how you pronounce her name. Uh, starring uh, Matthew McConaughey, Jennifer Garner, Jared Leto, Dennis O'Hare, Stephen Zahn, Mitchell O'Neill, Dallas Roberts and Griffin Dunn. We can go down a bit further, but I'm not going to. Good. Okay. Dallas Buyers Club, the happiest you. movie yeah. ever made. I ever. really hate you. <laughs> now, this has been a little bit of a contentious issue in the uh, group chat that we have is like we can't remember who exactly. It was you. It, why was it me? <laughs> I, I had very firm opinions on this film before we did it. Okay, so yeah. this is where we cut to how I saw it all happen. <laughs> I picked The Departed because I wanted to watch more Leo. And Alex like, I love Remember the Titans. And you were like, hmm. I'm really against Jared Leto at the moment because of everything he's done in the last year. Let's do Dallas Buyers Club because I think I hate him in that too, but I want to make sure that it's him <laughs> or something else in that film. Mm, that does sound like me, it but does. I think you're editorialising. <laughs> oh, I'm happy to say I've added some words here and there, but I think I'm, I'm trying to aim the heart at you. Yeah, all right. Okay, so this week we're doing Dallas Buyers Club and next week we're doing Remember the Titans. Yeah. Uh, and lucky, lucky chance star. I, I got Dallas Buyers Club. <laughs> Yay. All right. Uh, so, look. Well, let's let's introduce chance star. Chance star, who are you? What do you do? What are you about? What's Ooh, your life? So many things. What do you believe in? Oh, oh golly. <laughs> uh, I believe the FDA are evil now. I've watched Dallas Buyers Club. Mm. Yeah, all right. Uh, I'm a uh, local filmmaker who uh, specializes in making uh, action comedies. I specifically like being a short filmmaker who makes action stuff. Action comedies are my favorite. Oh, man. Shane Black? Eh. Get out. (laughs) No, no, I'm out. I can't can't deal with this anymore. It's all right. Good. Listen, I don't like Christmas movies. He he loves Christmas action comedies. Only does Christmas movies. That's what kills me. I just can't. Have you seen The Nice Guys? Christmas only comes up at the very end. It's not Christmas until the last 10 minutes. Of course it fucking is. No, I haven't seen that one yet. (laughs) The epilogue is Christmas. You're fine. It's wonderful. It's great. And so you're working on a project right now. That's right. I am. I'm working on uh, another action comedy because that's what I do uh, called Pizza Deliverance. It's based at Christmas because screw you. Uh, (laughs) Other people like Christmas. I've seen the trailer to this and it looks funny. Oh, thank you. Uh, We worked very hard on that trailer. We'll... um, 
We'll give you a little bit more chance to talk about that at the end of the episode and all of your links oh, to yeah. uh, crowdfunding, etc., etc. Yep. et cetera. Uh, so if you like the sound of action comedy shorts, pizza deliverance, that sort of thing. Yeah. Die like, hard but with pizza. Die hard. <laughs> okay, that's a good tagline. I yeah. like that. <laughs> Tag, uh, die hard with pizza. <sighs> okay, production notes. Who's got them? I want to complain about something before I get into my real and fake. Come on now. So this film was it's famous for coming after people who have downloaded it illegally and pressing charges against them and doing things to the point that they have attempted to do so on Australian citizens through the United States court. Mm. And there's a kind of a funky thing going on where the American courts saying to citizens of Australia, you are being fined 5,000 US dollars, whatever the number is, for downloading this film. And our court's going, mm, no, you can't do that. You can't You can't just fine someone from like, internationally. That's not how fines work. Yeah. So no. And it's this real fun issue. And I just, this is the movie? Like this is the movie that yeah. was highly sought after and downloaded and they kicked up a stink over? Like, it had six Academy Award nominations. Okay. But it, including it has, no, it has best nothing picture. to do with the filmmakers and everything to do with the distribution company. Oh yes, definitely. So it's just it's just so it happens that this is the one that they were like, okay, we're I, gonna. I think they would just, just go. This after is everyone. like you are a gun runner, and every day of the week you you transport some ridiculously expensive firearm across some international border and you know, sell it off, and then you get caught for stealing a grape at Woolworths. Mm. Like this is what this is to me, <laughs> and. I'm just personally very thankful this is on Netflix because I don't want to get involved here. I will admit I spent the week trying to find a copy and then someone said, I'm pretty sure it's on Netflix. And I was like, I need to sign up for Netflix now. <laughs> One month for free, so you can just yeah. quit, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. Cool. I've got my Dallas paper. Buyers Club. That's it. Oh, no. Come for Dallas Buyers Club. Stay for Rick and Morty. <laughs> no, I pirate that. New episodes updated every Saturday. Yeah. Just, uh, just two weeks behind everyone else. It's great. <laughs> No, it's fine by me. At least we get to watch it. So have you got a really fakey for us, Seb? I sure do. All right. Um, this film actually features indie wrestler and ex-WWE superstar Cody Rhodes. And this film was filmed in under one month. Which is real and which is fake. I don't think the month one is real. Yeah. Mm. I mean, on the other hand, it doesn't seem like there's a lot of big production things they have to do, so it could possibly yeah, be in a month. I mean, I know exactly how long it took to film this because it's one of my production notes. So. Oh. Yeah, this is interesting, isn't it? So you... I'm going to say that it was filmed in under a month. Well, in that case, <laughs> I'm going to say The Wrestler. Yeah, I'm going to say The Wrestler's fake. <laughs> all right, well, yeah, because Zane did his research, you all passed the test. <laughs> Success. Oh, no, someone did their homework. Yeah, yeah, it was filmed. It was twenty five days. Twenty five days. Yeah. Yeah. It shows. Oh, wow. Um, it would have been a very long time for Matthew McConaughey to be skinny. Uh, very, very skinny man. Oh, so skinny. Jared yeah. Leto was also very skinny. Yeah, it was oh, a very he skinny lost movie. Pounds, and he was method the whole way through, surprising no one. Thanks, Jared Leto. Well, Matthew McConaughey actually lost forty seven pounds. 17 more than Jared Leto. So he's obviously the better actor. Did Jared Leto like send AIDS filled condoms to everyone on set? Look, no, he did go shopping as his character. And of course, he, uh, the only thing that they said happened was he received numerous stares. And like Jared Leto's going to receive numerous <laughs> stares no matter where he goes. Because he's always method acting. So, like, yeah, half the something. time he's like a centurion or something trying to buy some bread. <laughs> it's ridiculous. How does he get the hind legs to work? That's what I want to know. 
no, what? Centurion, not centaur. He had, he had centaur. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jackass. Uh, do you have any more real notes, Zane? I do. Um, I'm going to purposely sigh out loud to all of them and maybe fine. even chuckle to myself. Who knows? As Alex said, it was <laughs> it was nominated for a number of Oscars. Apparently six, but I don't know if I didn't know if he actually just pulled that number out of his ass or not. It was six. It was, I did some research. <laughs> It was it, it was six. One of them, which was makeup, best picture, and the total makeup budget is two hundred and fifty dollars. So I believe it actually has the record for the lowest budget for an Oscar nominated uh, film for makeup. Can I just, I just read say, those. Oh, sorry. Yeah. No, that my short film I'm doing, its makeup budget is more than that, and that depresses me. Yeah. I hope I get an Academy Award. Well, I, I can help. With I mean, minimizing the cost if you want. Ooh. It's mainly like blood and bruises. Are you just willing to punch my actors in the face a whole bunch? Yes. Yes. Wait, for, for free? <laughs> we get to punch people for free? <laughs> we get to punch potential art students for free? <laughs> that's crazy. I mean, yes, I'm in. I'm in. Uh, I apply for one and yes. Well, that's the thing. It doesn't really have a lot of blood or effects makeup. It is just kind of like makeup on people and making them look sick. Oh, good point. Whereas mm. I think when the two main characters have lost so much weight, they probably look pretty sickly anyway. You don't, you just don't make them look better. Ah, yeah. yeah. It's like the classic Tim Burton Batman of making people look normal yeah. by just dressing them up to look really shit. Yeah, oh. I guess. I will say that's, that is an impressive fact and I have no complaints about the makeup in this film. <laughs> no. I, so I, th- I think it deserved the nomination. Yeah, sure. Um, especially for $250. I mean, Suicide Squad also won that no, same nomination. No, no. So, um, so good company. Comparison between the two. Uh, so <laughs> over the course of this script trying to be made, uh, it took 20 years from being written to being made and it was turned down over 100 times. There's a lot of smart people in Hollywood. <laughs> Wait, does that mean it was mm. written before he died? Because he died in 1992, didn't he? Yes, I, I think it was. I think So I think it was written and then uh, passed around and then he died. Yeah. Bummer. So he would have died rejected. Mm. Ugh. Oh, wait. Just, wait. Did the guy that wrote this, was he the main character? The same person who wrote it? or No, I, it no. was written about a real person. Oh, no. Yeah. I just uh, thought that maybe he wrote it for a second. I was like, no. that's interesting development. <laughs> okay, good. Uh, I don't know. How much do you want to hear about Jared Leto's body hair? Please go on. Oh, okay, yeah. You piqued uh, me. Jared peaked. Leto waxed his whole body for the film. I see it. Yeah. And everyone needed to know about it. Do you not have eyebrows in this film? I don't remember. No, he didn't. No, I didn't. Okay. When he did, they were drawn on. Okay, why? Uh, it makes you look more feminine? Well, yeah, it's, it's a drag queen movie. People without eyebrows are scary. Like Kane <laughs> from wrestling? Yeah, he's terrifying. No eyebrows. So if they didn't draw them on... For those scenes, then he would have just looked even more terrifying. Yeah. That is why. Yeah. So you know that he could be more scary than he is right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, good. Now I'm wondering, did he have eyebrows in Suicide Squad? Yeah, they were green, weren't yeah. they? Uh, mama. Green or black. I know that those are very two different colours. But. but if you asked, did the curtains match the drapes? <sighs> Zane, please, any more facts on Jared Leto? I'd said the same thing. I, 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 same I thing. I'm purposely not focusing on Leto. I have one makes from me so angry, <laughs> but it's not really. A, I read this and I was like, "Huh, yeah, that's funny." That he did this and then went to do Joker and Suicide Squad, whereas 
Oh, Heath Ledger went from playing the gay cowboy to doing Joker in a good movie. And yeah, well, what do you know? I guess you can pick our next Joker when that happens, right? Because of Who's formula. famously there played. There are so many gay characters. Yep. What <laughs> a connection. Get them all. Right? You, okay, I guess, <laughs> like, oh. I guess Will from Will and Grace is going to be. Um, oh, I would pay to see that. Next Joker. I'm more the Joker. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Right. After Suicide Squad. Yeah, Jake Gyllenhaal. I'm more just taking the piss out of the person who wrote this down as trivia. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking clever. Well, I guess the was... only other like awards is like both Matthew McConaughey and Jared Leto won an Academy Award. Oh, did they? This movie for losing okay. the most amount of weight, or for the ugliest cry face. For leading actor and supporting role. Oh, I guess that makes sense. Yep. Actor <laughs> for acting. Okay. This doesn't come up very often on this show, but you know, as I really don't like Johnny Depp, Angelina Jolie, and what? what's her face? Helena Bonham Carter? Matthew McConaughey. Christine Baranski, apparently. Doesn't like Christine Baranski. I love dogs, thank you very much, but. Um, I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> if you were not on the opposite side of the table, I would punch you. Strategically placed, but. I'm going to get a broom or <laughs> I really, really hate Matthew McConaughey, which is why I'm. Like, did we do Interstellar or did we just talk about doing it? Because I, I did it. I think he gave, I probably gave him my worst performance in that film because I can't deal with him. I don't know what it is about him. He just it just annoys me every time. But he has the ugliest cry face. It is a glory to behold. His voice doesn't it? Doesn't there's there's kill a movie you? where he's like a lawyer, but he's like sort of badass Lincoln lawyer. Yeah. That's a good movie. I've heard he's really good in the um, what's that miniseries? The the cop oh, one, the um, True Detective. True Detective. Yeah. I heard he's great in that. He I haven't is. watched it though, to be fair. So maybe that'll turn me around in him. But I don't want to. I like hating him. Like he's an easy hate. <laughs> yeah, for me. no. Like you really like hating people in general. Like no, you no, really no, no, like no. you like latching on to a grudge and just running with it. I like people. It's certain actors that I can't get behind. Just the people too, Sebastian. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you have any more notes or we no, get to continue no, on? There, there are, there's a lot more about this thing. Like it, it was very really wrapped up in itself and because of all the Oscar buzz, lots of details, but nothing really that important. A lot of people who almost were cast but weren't. And so what's next? Is it Tweet or Babies? I always forget how this goes. One Movie one. Babies. Yeah. I didn't know it had a jingle. It, well, well, it does. One day I'm we'll get on it. that high, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, that high in, in production values. I mean, yeah. It's like one day we'll just get <laughs> one, one so day. high. I know what I meant. We just record a jingle that goes for three minutes just to introduce this one section. Well, I, I could. Yeah, you could, but I you do shouldn't. Have time now. <laughs> oh, okay, kick it off. Yeah, sure. do it. Okay, that scummy friend that you had in high school that you used to see, but now that you're out of high school, you actively don't see. Mm. Um, mm. Plus, the mm. series finale of Boston Legal, where they're trying to get Denny Crane some illegal medication, medication from the from Russia to help with his Alzheimer's. That's this film. Those oh, are my yeah. favorite movies. Both of those things. They're great. We don't do. Oh, if you listen back, we don't do movies anymore. Now it's oh, just. I, two I noticed. I was Some like, of us don't do movies yeah. anymore. I was like watching it, thinking, <laughs> what two movie babies could? And all I could think of. Oh, sorry, I'm jumping out. I'm gonna let no, you. You can have it. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was because uh, all I could think of was Breaking Bad meets American History X. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah. Like with Rent, just sprinkled in there a bit. Just sprinkle a good bit of uh, unfinished script from Rent. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's that's what I'm For feeling. For me, it was Philadelphia meets Break. We're not Breaking Bad. Uh, we're just talking about True Detective. Okay. Yeah. Huh. And they get that kind of hot Southern feel, and yeah, Philadelphia. Alex. Um. So I also had Breaking Bad, but with a little bit of Hurricane Bianca. And, <laughs> and uh, 
Li- a little bit of bull riding as well. Just in general. Just, yeah, just, just in just general. Just a rodeo. Just put a, a sprinkling of rodeo on, on that. <laughs> I have not link. seen Breaking Bad and I've been told that Seb, you, should. you would love it, but you guys are saying this is like Breaking Bad, which makes you think, Seb, oh, no, you no, will no. hate it. No, no, no. We're, we're saying it's like Breaking Bad, as in like it's it. they're not doing it any it's like justice. Carob is saying. like chocolate. Ah, Except your so, dogs can eat it. So is that Matthew, right? No, don't feed it to your dogs, I'm not sure. If Matthew McConaughey's character was a science guy, yep. like a, a, a chemist, yes, say, yep. and <laughs> could get his hands on chemicals and could make all the things that he was taking, then it would be Breaking Bad. Also replace cancer with AIDS. Yeah. Okay. But still but Matthew McConaughey. Okay, yeah. Breaking Bad is... Like a thousand million times better. Well, I like Brian Cranston, so I'm like, I'm yeah, yeah. You should get on that's the that's the trade off for me. Stop watching your Rick and Morty one day a week, and <laughs> <laughs> we have to. We're, we're going through Twin Peaks at the moment, trying to oh. we're through we're halfway through season two at the moment, and I put the, it. we have been, but I put the gauntlet down. We need to finish it within the next four, five days before Defenders comes out, because then my TV is just dedicated to that. <laughs> oh, shoot. Does Defenders come out in five days? Five, I think. I still haven't even finished Luke Cage because I got worried about how shit Iron Fist was. Oh, you seen Iron Fist though? No. Yeah. Okay. Well, finish I, Luke Cage, ignore Iron Fist, then go on. I'm a completionist though. I need to watch it. Iron Fist is watchable. It's just a bit dull, but it's not bad. It's just boring in a lot of places. I almost What's finished well season one of uh, Daredevil. It's pretty good. That's the, probably Have the best one that they did. Have you still not watched Daredevil? Have no, you watched Jessica Jones? No. Jessica Jones. Jennifer Jenkins, thank you very yeah. much. Get it right. What? <laughs> I was trying to convince Alex to watch it for a good while. He, he was saying like he kept thinking it was Jennifer Jenkins rather than Jessica Jones. Oh, yeah. So now it's just a thing. Cool, Jennifer Jenkins. I hate you all. <laughs> all right, tweet nopsis. I have a bad one. Tell me what I'll, the movie's about. I'm going to go first so I can be buried by everyone else around me. <laughs> okay. okay. Um, somehow Matthew McConaughey makes me root for AIDS. <laughs> oh, jeez. So I think we'll all just, you can laugh out loud. Like that deserves derision. Wow. <laughs> I think we'll all just sit and think about what Seb just said. No, no, please bury. <laughs> like I, I, I sat down and I'm like, how do I pitch this movie to someone like to explain what it is? I'm like, this is the movie that's going to make you go, yeah, terminal illness. Go get him, son. Yeah. Like I had, yeah, might struggle. Alex? Um, <clears throat> straight guy with AIDS is resourceful in finding medication. That's a pretty good job too, actually. Yeah. <laughs> kind of uh, to the point. <laughs> Showing us all the good that drug dealers can do in the world. Oh, Hashtag beautiful. Jared Leto has no hair. <laughs> uh, yeah. Mine probably a bit more obscure, but uh, just that one episode of The A-Team where AIDS was a plot point. <laughs> <laughs> and went for two and a half hours. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like all of season five of The A-Team with AIDS. Uh, okay, so going around the table, I'm, I'm picking up a little bit of like a negative reaction to the film. Uh, I uh, Honestly, I don't think... Matthew McConaughey was an issue with this film. I yeah. and I don't have a huge issue with them both getting Oscars. I think their performances were good, serviceable for in a vacuum. In a vacuum, that performance in a good movie would have a been true great. vacuum or like a vacuum cleaner. Like a vacuum cleaner. Okay. But like a so there's vacuum still cleaner. dirt everywhere. Yeah. And they kind of have to dodge that with their performance. I mean, space is a true vacuum. 
but then they don't. If this movie had happened yeah. in space, I would have vastly different opinions about it. Yeah. Well, Interstellar is basically just this in space. <laughs> Which I don't think I was great on. There was no AIDS in Interstellar. No. It was just dying. But then, the there was the blight. <laughs> AIDS is represented by gravity. Isn't that a different, a different movie, movie with Sandra Bullock? <laughs> uh, yes. Which is the one that he makes <laughs> poop potatoes. <laughs> That's the marsh. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's got um, Matt Damon in it, right? It, it sure but does. But he's in Interstellar yeah. as well, right? Yes. Yeah, he yeah. is. Same character? Yes. No, damn. Oh. I'm a similar ca- character because <laughs> he was stuck on this planet for a billion years <laughs> and survived on potatoes, I think. He was. <laughs> yep, good. Okay. Potatoes. Uh, I do want to put my Poo-tatoes. cards on the table here. You hate McConaughey and Leto. Well, okay, there is that. But other cards, I'm playing with two decks because I'm a shady, a shady poker player. Mm-hmm. I can't pinpoint why I did not like this movie. And I don't like signposting that I didn't like it before we get to the recommendations or not. But I had like an adverse reaction to it and I can't pinpoint where it came from. Are you vomiting? <laughs> I wasn't vomiting. Have you lost a lot of weight recently? Not overly recently. Did you perchance... I don't have AIDS, just to clarify. I okay. wasn't going to okay. say AIDS. Oh, no, I'm just jumping to it. I wasn't going to say AIDS. I was going to ask HIV myself, but hey. Well, no. well, we did talk about you wearing a Minnie Mouse dress the other day. It's so true. I thought yeah. maybe drag. Don't did, look did, at me like that. Did same. we talk about it or did you and Alex <laughs> we talk about it? No, we talked about <laughs> we did. it. Sebastian and I did. What was well, the con- means. What was the context <laughs> again, though? Into the podcast. Uh, Does it need context? New, new, uniform for new job. Oh, yeah. Could be more casual. That's right. Now, yeah, I can't pinpoint exactly what about this movie pissed me off, but I got Can angry I in parts. Throw a couple things at the table. See if this you picked up on these things that you might not have liked. Well, do we want to, to do with that? We'll stick with the bad stuff for now, and we'll end with the good yeah, stuff. Yeah. Well, I think we most of us only have bad stuff to talk about. I can Aww. think some good stuff. See, some. It, it, I, I don't find the bad stuff I found about it very interesting. Like, I find it's not a movie I can talk about a lot because. Like the bad stuff isn't like Suicide Squad bad, yeah, yeah, which is probably the most it's not disappointing. Really yeah, and that's Suicide Squad was, was a good movie. Ah, uh, you can get out. <laughs> Said Alex, you can get out. Months Six ago, months ago, <laughs> and we never forgot, and never will. Never forget. It will never be forgive. on your tombstone. <laughs> so, <laughs> for a movie that is nominally about representation of. Uh, well, I guess gay culture in that time, in that place, it doesn't do anything. It doesn't educate about it. It, it is basically the story of a straight man who came in and saved everyone. And as soon as, soon as he becomes friend with Rayon, friends with Rayon, she becomes a damsel in distress that he has to look after, tell her how to eat properly, make sure that she's taking her medication... Um, to further yeah. what you're saying as well, like uh, Matthew McConaughey's character goes on the journey where he hates gay people and then he accepts yeah. them. But the film never takes us on that journey. No. It is literally one scene to another scene. I yeah. love gay people and that's it. Yeah. And yeah, it's like, all right, cool. Where did that come from? Why is it happening? And I, I, as an audience member, I don't hate gay people, but I didn't start seeing why he started not hating them. Exactly right. So I think uh, what I is... Did. Oh, well, yeah, maybe I was watching a different version, but there was like this whole bit where he was like in a in a club and he was like getting things and it was like all right now piss off or now now fuck off or something but before then like he wouldn't have even gone in so that was already a step 
further than what he was originally. Oh yeah, there, there was there was uh, there was, was like, a build up. Mm, it wasn't just like don't take this out of context. Fuck you, faggot. And then yeah, yeah. and then. Hey, I'm totally <laughs> taking that out of context. <laughs> that's our cold open. We're starting yeah. this episode, I believe. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, no that, just, that's fair. I, I agree. But for me, it was I never saw the reason as to why he did that. I and, feel like um, because they montaged it, it lost all impact. Because that was that moment was during a montage. It was like, oh, he's outside trying to help gays. He's outside and then Rayon's like, come in, in the club, it's fun. And then he sits there looking at people grabbing each other's asses and then he's like, hey, I'm in a gay club. Boop, 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 boop. I th- I, think I think what would have turned this movie from what it is into something that like did actually entertain us more is dialogue. There isn't any dialogue about any motivation or anything. It's all about facts. It's all about how he got the drugs, what he's going through with the FDA. It's emotionally shallow is how I would very, describe it. Very, very yep. shallow. Yeah. It's, it's more about being accurate to what actually happened. Like Zodiac. Yes, as exactly opposed- right. That's exactly what I was going to compare it to. This reminded me so much of that kind of like, okay, yeah, these are details, but I'm not, attra- I'm not uh, um, attached to any of these characters. Mm. So I think that's, while the, then that's the performances. While the performances are technically good performances, you don't feel strongly about them because you're not attached to the characters. I feel like, and this is skipping way ahead, over to the end. My biggest problem with the ending was the fact that, like, his character didn't go through this journey and the whole climax of the film is this uh, lawsuit that kind of, like, gets mentioned in the middle of the movie and it's like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Now he's in the lawsuit. He loses the lawsuit. He comes back. They all hug. I'm like, oh, and then the text comes up and it's like, yeah, they gave him the drugs anyway. And I was yeah. like, wait, what, what? Why didn't we see that moment? Yeah. That's a win. We saw him lose and then find out he won later on. Yay. Yeah, maybe just he gets a little moment where he can rub it in the FDA's face that he's still getting the drugs. Yeah. Like it, it, it seemed like a really odd way to pace and, and build the story and the characters. Mm. Do we know, I, I, I didn't do this research, in the real story, was the Ray character there? Was Ray that was, is a fabrication. Okay, so that brings a huge complaint for me then. Out of Okay, so you're representing gay culture and you've brought in someone that's, I guess, we say transgender, I guess? or Yes, I believe yep. canonically transgender. Yeah. I never got the why... I'm like out of like when you're when there's the vastness of gay culture and there is my majorities and minorities within that. Yeah. And you've isolated in what I'm going to assume is a minority of gay culture. I could be wrong. Please step yes. in and help me. I'm looking around yes. for help here, but why go that route and nothing gets used of it? Like that's what I, I, think I didn't to get. Put a female character in, honestly. They had the doctor. Yeah, they had the doctor, and they also never refer to her as a female. Yeah, they look, always call him him. That, and and that, that is the, that is the time. The I think that's the point because to ma- to make that the confronting and have the comparison between the female doctor and Rayon. Uh, As to why though, like yeah. so you're just for the sake of having a female character, really? Well, if if they don't have if they don't have that character, I think that character is it has more to talk about than just a gay guy. Yeah. But it doesn't say anything about that. That's what I mean. That, like, yeah, no, it doesn't. Now I know I it's not real. I'm intent- kind of yeah. pissed off at the movie because I'm yeah. like, oh, so why even have her there? Because it's a stunt. That's how I yeah. interpret it. Like, oh, you just oh, wanted Jared yeah, Leto to dress up. Good good job, movie. Like, no, that, that irritated me because it felt cheap. And now knowing that it was just put there because is... Yeah. 
extra and level insulting. As soon as I saw them again, I was like, this movie should have more of these characters. It was the gay couple that gave him the house. They were yes. lovely. I was like, okay, so they're obviously representative of a community that he has around him that we just don't see. No, yeah, when that happened in the movie, I was like, he's kind of been a bit of a dick. Even though he's helping people, he's been a dick. And these guys, like, give him the free thing. It's like, oh, that's nice, but why? And, okay, and, oh, man, I'm just really pissed off about this Jared Leto (laughs) fact now. That was going to be my favorite scene. The favorite thing was Jared Leto dying because that made AIDS feel real. Yeah. Now, no, fuck that scene. I will say another complaint about my with McConaughey's character. So there is a scene where the boy, a boy rocks up with $50 to join the program and he's 350 short and he tells him to get fucked and tells everyone else that can't afford it to get fucked. But then later on there's another scene where he's walking in, his, the secretary tells him someone's short and he just says, just give it to them sort of thing. Like he yeah, says, yeah. But then there's another scene later where he's back to being a dickhead. And I, I felt like there was almost out of place or out of sequence like i couldn't see whether he was about the money or not because he had a, he flip-flopped twice through the film and i didn't know what the i didn't know what the character was jared leto died that was why he said i'll oh, give it to him i'm all shell-shocked and shit but then later he, he goes jumped, back he goes to normal back, though so there was no growth yeah yeah like instantly I, honestly i think that might just be the the writer trying to stick to how things actually happen <laughs> rather than actually making a character and heightening the stakes and having character development actually displayed in the film. So it's kind of funny that we're doing Remember the Titans next week though because we have an opposite situation happening there where they've taken a real situation and then changed things here and there to serve the narrative to make a yeah. a film flow better. Yeah, and Disney. Disney, exactly, yeah. But it's just it's just funny seeing, like, we've got two kind of similar situations with, like, true stories being told oh. and the difference between quality... <laughs> you know, the quality of storytelling, I'll say, just to yeah. be a bit nicer. Yeah. But, oh, good God, I just wanted to smack half the people in this movie. I think, was it Jennifer Garner? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah she's fine. <laughs> like, I didn't mind her. Better she was her. Mantra. Yeah, she didn't have much to do. Again, yep. another person we could have seen more of. Could have given us a little bit more commentary when she uh she kind of like got angry and then she like punched holes in the walls to put what was that about and then like women do when they're angry they get hammers and (laughs) they break in walls oh every time that's why you never give a woman a hammer (laughs) that age-old saying that was after ray's death was that right yes yeah Yeah. so though she was upset i guess yeah she and so he didn't exist he just said it before Oh yeah, Ray didn't exist in the real world. Was she real? I guess there would have been a doctor at some stage. I in the think real she story. was. Yes. Yeah. So oh. why did they add a female character if there was already a real female character in the real story? Because she wasn't. Damn gay. it. Ah, yeah. yeah so I'll she, do it. She, they, why they couldn't they just make something? her gay? <laughs> because yeah, then she, she, didn't, she didn't. She didn't have AIDS as well yeah. to be relevant. But what, I, why? Why can't it be passed to gay women? Didn't why can't that like, be a fact? Women can get AIDS. Sorry, they they can. The, well, that's how he transmi- got it from a woman. The, tra- exactly. the transmission of AIDS in lesbian sex is next to zero. Man, I got to become a, a lesbian. bisexual woman, lesbian woman. Yeah, yeah, I, I, it I could happen. Guess. They could have it, written it, that it in. Could. It could happen. It <laughs> could happen. Then, yes, you, I know. Yeah. Then you, then you have a, <laughs> a, a two-person movie where nothing happens. 
That's pretty much what we got. A three-person movie where nothing happens. A three-person movie where nothing happens. I, yeah, cut Jared Leto. Wouldn't that be the best situation for all like, of you people right now? Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah and I'm, am I not giving you a solution Honestly, to Honestly, I think if you cut Jared Leto, this movie isn't distributed. No. Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't so think it's a better movie then. Without Jared Leto. Put Sean William Scott in there. I don't think it's a better movie either. <laughs> wow. I, I think you need to show more of the community, more of the characters around these characters rather mm. than just showing these characters being the same thing over and over and over again and eventually dying. I, I think you need to see the, the, gays, the gay community that they're helping, uh, to see the Doctor and her relationship with the FDA. I think that that... All of this orbiting around this character is more interesting than just this rodeo player who has this ro- rodeo player. Uh, rodeo. <laughs> I play in the, the rodeo. It's pretty good uh, uh, position. That the just runner. has eight. Like I think that's yeah. one gimmick that they try to make carry a movie. This is sort of a complaint, but more of a what happened at the very end of the film when he rode the bull. Yeah. <laughs> I just assumed, oh, he's killing himself. I just thought, like, because he's so weak and old, this is like he was. I thought he was getting suicide through bull. Well, they started playing the sound whenever he had like an AIDS attack. Yeah, <laughs> yep, that's, that's what how happened. AIDS works. Yeah, yeah, of course. He started. He started hearing that, that yeah. ringing, and they were doing that during the whole bull thing. And I was like, "Whoa, he's going to kill himself, bull riding." That's but, pretty sick. But then he dies in text. Yeah, yeah, nineteen ninety two. Yep, I was like, "Oh, okay." So he didn't commit suicide by bull. Is that what's happening? Because I thought, "Oh, that's really interesting." He went out on his own terms, or other than that, that's some character. No, we just wrote a bull, and yeah. that was it. Okay, that's I, where they got to like, fabricate shit and be like, "No, nah, I killed himself by bull. It was sick." <laughs> well, <laughs> well, that's a good, like, that's a common thing. Then you pull in like the old euthanasia, yeah. euthanasia issue. But it's a common thing killing <laughs> yourself by a bull. No, Ken's dad did it by a tornado. It's a thing. <laughs> Um, but okay, so we've we've spoken a lot about the bad in this movie. Does anyone have any like specifically else issues that they have with the film that we haven't spoken about? Um, oh, Jared's face. Yeah, that's a big one. Like when he's in a suit talking to his dad. Like it's like, please just draw on eyebrows. <laughs> please, some makeup is okay. Well, they only had two hundred and fifty dollars. <laughs> you just raid your closet, right? That's not a gay joke. I just. Oh. Where do you keep your makeup? I don't know. I don't wear. Makeup. Probably not in a closet. Your draw? Yeah. You know, apart from him and McConaughey. Oh god, McConaughey's buddies. Yeah. The, the cop. Yeah. This is not a complaint, but he was. I liked him. Right. He's good. Yeah. Steve's arm was. Yeah, it was alright. Although, uh, sorry, this was just something I brought up with my wife when she was watching, and I don't think she was paying attention. So. Uh, <laughs> Damn it, I'm going to say it well, again. Well, way to call out your wife. I know. Oh, <laughs> don't say her name. Um, uh, McConaughey has an AIDS attack in the yep. middle of the road. Yes. Steve Zahn rocks up and he's <laughs> oh, like, yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm going to take you home and give you the stuff that you gave for my dad because my dad had Alzheimer's and you helped me out there. Why did he have more? How much did he give to his dad? Is his dad dead? What happened there? I want to know why the only cop he knew also rocked up at that one intersection after all the cop already did like... Just like playing strange statistics here. What are the chances of that? I was like, I mean, JSX cop buddy just to <laughs> save the day. Yeah. Like, was it a small town or was it actual town? I feel like it was it's a small set town. set in Dallas, right? Yeah. <laughs> Is that the point? Oh, yeah. Like that's a nice yeah. place. Yeah. In, in the 80s, though? Like, but it's still bigger than Brisbane is now. Like, yeah. Brisbane if, now is smaller than Dallas' 80s? Yeah, I'd say so. But again, so. maybe that's one. 
particular instance that that thing happened where it might have happened a number of other times where he didn't have his cop friend there. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, God. Who gets Lots out in the street yeah. and runs around like that? Hey, when you have an AIDS attack, that's people. what you do. I was really hoping for a bus to hit him. <laughs> wow. I thought the story would take another interesting okay. turn. All right. <laughs> well, is there anything redeemable about this? Is there parts that we like? Well, I think yeah. Alex has been biting his tongue this entire time thinking of good things because we've been shitting on this movie. Yeah, but then you're all focused on the negatives and I can get on board with well, some of them. Do you want to um, jump on board with the good stuff? I have some good things I just, to talk I about. just I don't think I was watching the same film that you guys were... Possibly not in the same light. Like you both, well, well, everyone seems to have gone in with a negative, um, like mindset already going into it because you don't like Jared Leto, you don't like Matthew McConaughey. I went in optimistic because of the the awards this film had received, and then was just reconfirmed that I was correct all along. But I want. Jared, I, just, I don't want to waste two hours of my day watching a shitty movie. I want them to be good. I promise you. I, I can agree with that. Um, I just, like, I, I've i seen this movie before. I knew what I was expecting and I still enjoyed it. Like, there were still parts for me. Um, like, I got character depth, not from Jared Leto because all you can get from that is Jared Look at me, Leto I'm in a dress. In a dress. Well, it's, um, it's really as soon as he stops being sassy, he disappears. Yeah, yeah he's just, because uh, he's, he's just on the drugs. Then. He goes yeah. back on the drugs and yeah. what, do, what do drug dealers do? They disappear. Drug addicts, yeah. yeah. There we go. Um, but I, I got depth from Matthew McConaughey's character, especially from the beginning. I agree. I think the and performance was good. I don't. There, there just wasn't enough story for me to become attached to the character. So I, I, I saw what you did. I mm. really like McConaughey in this film. Mm. I don't like this film with Matthew McConaughey. Oh, yeah, he did a good job. Yeah. I just, we said before, I just think he had no arc, which meant he was a pointless character that did nothing for but, me. But he did, he did good at being pointless. It, then that's, I, yeah. I saw the arc. He started off as a, a gay hater who not, didn't want, wanted nothing to do with gays, mm. found out that he had a predominantly gay-oriented disease that was going to kill him, then overcame that initial step... Um, evolved into helping the people that he once hated, um, albeit um, for capitalist may, reasons. For, yeah, for capitalist reasons. That but, being said, with the capitalist reasons, I feel like it's because we're Australian. We think that because in America they don't have healthcare, so they're like, "You want AIDS drugs? Ten thousand dollars." So his was relatively cheap. Oh, it, but still, but still, he, <laughs> yeah, he was, was still there making money. to yeah, make a buck and yeah. help himself. I think my issue was he never shed yeah. the slime. Like he always came across like a villain. Yeah. Like he's giving people medication, but I never felt like he was doing it to help them. I, I mean, it always felt like I'm he found a market jump on and with Alex here. My favorite scene was where he basically got his buddy in a headlock in the supermarket. Yeah, and, and made him shake. Rayon's hand. I, that, that's Fucking my no. favourite scene. Yeah, of that this was a film great scene. I will because it, it, it's conflict, mm. and we and we exactly. got to see we, we, a character see doing something. something different to what he was before. Um, Especially like because you saw how much he hated Rayon. Yeah, absolutely. And then, but then as soon as but, someone insulted her, because he, yeah. they had bound bound that friendship. Yep. 
you know? It's like, the sibling thing. I can push my sister around, but don't you fucking touch her. Exactly. Sort of yeah. well, that's a bad example. I think I'm like I'm hitting women, but you know, you know <laughs> yeah, what I mean? Like, leave your sister alone. So I'm picking fights lovely. with everyone, guys. We know, we know what you mean. Though. But yeah, so I don't. I'm taking that out of context as well. <laughs> Another cold open? Yeah. <laughs> Best cold open ever. You've got two really solid ones. <laughs> Do you want to give me one? Um. Ah. Uh, Do you so, hate faggots? <laughs> oh, you're just gonna take like I'm a, allowed to say <laughs> that word, everyone. Damn it. Um. Uh, yeah, I'm going on. <laughs> I'm going on record. I also hate that word. Um. Uh, words, sorry to put you words in the are spot great. there, everyone. Yeah. What did you like about this movie, John Star? Um, well, I didn't hate Jared Leto's performance. The fact that it was Jared Leto annoyed me. I don't know why. It's a thing that's really annoyed me in Hollywood recently when you've got a transgendered character. And now I especially know that they weren't even a real character. Yep. But the fact they had a transgender character and they were like, nah, give it to Jared Leto. He likes to dress up funny. Uh, <laughs> that's a direct yeah. quote from Jared Leto. Yeah. No. Yeah. Uh, oh. But yeah, I, I really liked how he portrayed the character and I liked the little moments with him and Jennifer Garner because that was a nice subtle moment to see oh look they've been friends for years they were friends in like high school the the little bit where it's like oh is that what's his face from high school he's a hottie (laughs) Rayon in the hospital is my favourite Rayon yeah absolutely um and also the, the bit where where Rayon started dying that bit I was like I was shook by I was like oh man yeah it was kind of ruined by Matthew McConaughey and Moths but you know other than that, real good. Yeah, the moths. Oh, it's a pretty scene. I don't know why it's in this movie, but it was pretty. I think it was just pretty. It, yeah, it's symbolism. Box for them awards, right? Yeah, Classic. cinematography. Yep, it was, it was very pretty. It's because uh, moths symbolize change, and at that point, he's changed. I don't like moths or butterflies. They or horses or cats or people. <laughs> Circus people. They have unusual flight patterns that I can't predict. <laughs> oh, no, they fly. People? Yeah, no, I, oh, the moths. The moths. <laughs> I'll admit, I thought you were talking about horses and cats there. No, 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 the moths. And I he walked in and I was like, oh, that's uncomfortable. And he walked in deeper and even more land. And I'm like, oh, I'm not liking this. It's pretty, but oh, God, they're touching you. I hope there's a CGI. I don't know if they were. Probably not with the budget, but also with the budget, where they get a room of moths? Speaking of which, this is totally off topic. (laughs) I'm not afraid of spiders. I don't have arachnophobia, but there is a a film clip, a a clip of a movie, a YouTube link circulating the interwebs at the moment of a giant orb weaver spider crawling on someone's hand and I can't deal with it. I can't deal with I, it. I need to Can see people this. Stop sharing it, please. I also you, would like to see this. Can you tag like, second take podcast in it, please? Oh, yeah, I feel like just by worse. saying that, you're going to get a lot of tags. Of- I, I'm fine with spiders, but for some reason, that particular spider on that particular person's hand just creeps me out. Sp- spiders for me are still like the seven year old. It's like, yeah, they're cool. So I'm like, yeah, this is interesting, Zane. Show us. Good. I'm not going to. Uh, what else do we like? The spider story was pretty good, like, <laughs> to be honest. I struggled um, with things uh, that I really jumped on with. I, it was really flat for me, this entire film. Like, there was no standout scenes. Like, the one in the supermarket was, was a fine scene, but mm. nothing really made me well, love yeah, it. For me, it had the same problem that uh, Zodiac did. It was very flat line the whole way through. Yeah. Not a lot of stakes and not a lot of uh, growth. I feel like there were stakes, but we didn't feel them. 
Because that, that, that was the yeah. thing why I loved Rayon's death so much. I was like, oh, I knew there are stakes now. The moment that's gone, you got the law scene and then text says, yeah, you got it back anyway, don't worry. Chill. Yeah. Ending ending the movie with white text on a black screen is not, <laughs> not a great. strong choice. You're going to love Remember the Titans next week. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's great. Oh. Good things, though. Uh there were some. It wasn't that long. I thought it was going to be like three hours. It wasn't it was almost well, two hours. I, li- I like the Mexico doctor. He yeah, oh, Mexico doctor was great. He was like that That, that whole uh, setting felt really real or mm. at least it felt like a setting in a movie where everything else just kind of felt like a motel kind of, kind of temporary. You mean that motel of, they lived in? Yeah, but it, it felt like, like a, a back lot. Yeah, okay. It, rather than like an actual movie set. I liked Matthew McConaughey's cry face. I love his cry face. Do you like it in the sense that it's bad or do you like it because it's good? It's <laughs> I don't know. It's just enjoyable. My Like when he made the, light, uh, the cry croak, my wife and I, we started laughing. It was a beautiful oh, so moment. You, so you, you like experiencing McConaughey's pain. Yes, like that's, that's it. Schadenfreude is a very valid yeah. feeling. Sometimes I couldn't tell if he was about to like piss himself laughing. Or <laughs> yeah. Like, really like go to town with the tears. But, Do you yeah. guys actually like You'd like him as an actor. I mean, I'm sure this is not he's personally. He's probably things. a great guy, but like, <laughs> yeah, I do. Oh, I don't know. I feel like is. I. This is disgusting of me, but I prefer him back when he did romantic comedies and like How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days. I watch the hell out of that. Yeah. I love that because he's so fun and enjoyable. And but when he does these darker roles, he doesn't feel gritty to me. He just feels gross, but in all of them. Like, I haven't seen... that. Was that new Stephen King one? Dark Tower, is it called? I don't think anyone's seen that yet. I don't think it's been released. Uh, I know a lot of reviews have come out. It's not. <laughs> hey, I've uh, seen the trailers to it, and it. he doesn't look... I, I, I don't see the appeal. I just can't... I don't see why people jump on board this guy. Well, I just... I can't... Like, he doesn't annoy me to the extent, like, Johnny Depp annoys me. I, I have very clear motivations for why I don't like him, but I just... I see this guy, I'm like, I don't get it. Is he I don't Oh, I don't think he's the best actor we've ever seen, but I definitely think we've seen new dimensions to his career in the last five years. So, in the reconnaissance or whatever they call it. What, are they actually calling a reconnaissance? Because yeah. that's amazing. Yeah, I'm absolutely. on board now. <laughs> Anything with a pun, I'm in. The no, Matthew reconnaissance. I I, I, re- I really liked him in in Estella. And I don't think it's that I like disliked his performance it's once again like we said the arc felt forced to me mm. it, it just went whoop here he is he's different and whoop here he is he's different and he's back and he's different and... but yeah that, that supermarket scene i know we keep coming back to it but that was a really good scene yeah uh, well again like it was it was out of the blue because mm. you just kind of he's developing this relationship with rayon but he's still kind of like really negative towards her and then suddenly it's uh He's defending her, which yeah. is a good switch around. Are there any other any other scenes that you particularly like? Like you like this movie a lot more than it sounds like a lot more than we do. I Alex. I just I don't think it deserves all the shit being painted on it, but um I we mean are a film critic We critique it. That is our job to shit and paint <laughs> on films. Yeah. Um 
but we're the, not the, as method as Jared Leto. Well, <laughs> Thank goodness. Oh. I will not have that in my house. What a waste of energy being method for him. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I didn't like, I didn't mind the bull riding bit at the start. <laughs> like, if you're going, if we're going to pull it apart, they're, they're no, pretty, I was just wondering, like, fine. are there like particular parts that you like? Like, there like were, I've pinpointed one particular that I particularly like. When he uh, finally found a woman with AIDS and was banging her. Was, yeah. That oh, was that was actually, funny, no, yeah. I take it back. That was my favorite part. That was just beautiful. <laughs> I was like, he found someone. She also has AIDS. Full-blown AIDS, as they said. I was like, yes. <laughs> yes, yeah. finally he can have sex loudly where everyone can hear. Because, like, fr- from the start of the movie, Maybe I'm off. like, I'm hoping I see him have sex loudly, really uncomfortably close to the camera more often. And then it didn't happen the whole <laughs> film because he had AIDS. I was like, where is the loud McConaughey sex? <sighs> Oh, McConnor sex is that. not a term I want in my life. Well, now it's in now your you life. Can. <laughs> so I guess yeah, it's the, time I for mean, the question. Sure. 42. That's not a question. <laughs> I've been waiting for that setup for like 100 episodes. I'm kidding. It just came to me then. Oh, I'm I was like, I'm so glad I came for that, for the one episode <laughs> where you said it because, oh. No, Seb does this a lot. Oh. Bad jokes, I mean. Oh, okay. Yeah. I call them stalling tactics, but yes, go bad, just go bad jokes. Is it worth a second take, Seb? I can't believe people are being sued over this movie. Like, I can't, <laughs> I cannot believe that this is the movie that people are going to court for. I read some, uh, the average um, payment's about 9,000 US dollars for downloading this film illegally. That is an Embarrassing thing. That's almost as embarrassing as the guy that went to jail for downloading um, X Men Origins Wolverine. It's almost as bad. Like, why is it only the movies I hate <laughs> that do this to people? Like, I feel like I'm just within my rights to sue them for wasting two hours of my life as they are for suing these people for downloading it. I'm so fucking insulted by this. Uh, no, there was nothing in it for me. Seb, I mean, um, we're. We're on a film podcast. Like we can't endorse piracy. <laughs> I'm to not. Be fair, I, I'm not. We are Australian as well, so that it kind of counteracts being on a film podcast. <laughs> Did you pirate this film? No, though? Netflix. Of course. That was awfully fast and high no, pitch, and he, he let us all know it was on Netflix. I already have the movie, so I wasn't have an issue. No, I legally viewed this film just to be safe. And also because morals matter, probably. But no, um, I just... Australia be damned. I'll pay for my cinema. <laughs> it just made me really angry because I'm like, people have had their lives uprooted and they're obviously devastated. I can't imagine emotionally what they're going through when they receive this letter saying, give us money, come to court, whatever. And like, this is, this is what happened? This is the film? Like, that is horrible. Like, that really sours me on the situation. And that's not why I'm being addicted to this movie. This movie did absolutely nothing for me. So it's an easy no. Like emotionally I wasn't on board. It, I mean, it wasn't trying to be a comedy, but I couldn't even get by an occasional laugh and be like, oh, it was kind of like a black comedy. Nothing. Like, and I, we've dealt with heavy movies like this before. This was just a shallow movie pretending that it was heavy and I can't get on board with that. So big no. Alex, for me, it didn't seem as shallow as Seb was making it out or anyone else was making it out. Sorry, I didn't mean to just... <laughs> no, no, you're good. No, Seb you. is the bad guy here. But, um, yeah, I, I would watch this again. I've watched this multiple times and I will watch it again. I think um, 
the performances of most of the characters um, justify watching this film. And if you can get in on like their level and see where they're coming from and see where their uh, journey is taking them, then you will enjoy the film. But if you can't, you won't. So it's true. I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Chan Star? Oh, it, what's it, your it, guest opinion? As a guest, <laughs> I'm gonna uproot everything. No, um, it's, it's really tough for me because, like, me complaining about it is more about the fact that I can't think of enough good things to say about it. I don't necessarily think it was a bad movie per se. I couldn't get on board, and there's not enough good things for me to say about it. Yeah. Well, I guess the the easy way to um, kind of think about this question is, is there a conceivable future where you will be in a position where you'll go, you know, I'm going to watch Dallas Buyers Club today. Is there enough of a reason that one day you'll want to watch it again? This is why I always end up on, more often than not, on the no scale. For me, it's like if I can't, reason enough good to bad and it sits in the middle for me it's always a no because it never pushed me to being good yeah so that's why i always come across as more harsh in that way because <laughs> my scale is really 55 to zero is a fail also seb's just a bad person well, that, yeah that no, that's fair enough it. and I, I don't want seb to be alone well, so i think you. i might say no as well because like conceivable i don't think i actually would watch it again i would probably suggest other people to watch it because i think i learned a lot about aids like aids attacks didn't know they happened now i know i learned more about aids from an episode of captain planet to be fair Oh my god, is there an episode of Captain Planet about AIDS? Yeah, yeah, and they were like not sharing water fountains with people because they thought you could get AIDS through that and stuff and Wheeler was like the main star of that. The point is, it didn't even educate. Did Wheeler have AIDS? (laughs) He either had AIDS or was scared of getting AIDS and Captain Planet was like, don't be a fool, Wheeler. They would not have done. They wouldn't have gone there. I guarantee it. I'll give it a Googs while you guys work out your verdicts (laughs) and I'll let you know. For me, there are things in this movie that I do like. I do think that they, while they may not have deserved the actual Oscars, they I think they definitely deserve the nominations, McConaughey and Leto. I think, though, this movie, more than Suicide Squad, proves that we've seen everything we're going to get from Leto and he can go away now. <laughs> oh, I, God, please. Yeah, I don't... I think... He's a one-trick pony that has been able to switch that trick in enough different ways that to keep getting work as this kind of zany character. I think he's the new Johnny Depp. And I, think, <laughs> I honestly do. I, I think he's going to keep making those weird decisions. Um, At least he has gaps. I will credit him saying I think there was a five-year uh, five gap between this film and his last film before it. So at least he's not Johnny well, Depping it out like five years. Rock star in between. Well, I don't listen to his music, and it's easier to avoid than his films. So um, <laughs> until we start a music podcast, and I'm fucked. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I think. Yeah, I I didn't like this movie the first time I watched it, and I couldn't remember why I didn't like it. And after seeing Suicide Squad, I'm going to trust you guys and say that I wanted to watch this again to get my opinion. I don't think my opinion on Leto has softened. I, I think maybe it's hardened a little bit too. I think it's hardened a little bit. Shock! I'm really done Horror. with this whole. 
oh, I was method the whole time oh. and I I really wanted to get crazy with it, so I cut off my penis and <laughs> pretended I was a woman while dancing around on, at a gay club dance floor and everyone was looking at me like I was weird and I really felt like an alien. I'll like, start a I started GoFundMe. I don't fund- care, Jared Leader. I don't <laughs> care. I will start a GoFundMe page if he cuts off his penis. Wow. <laughs> what? That's really mean. Is that mean? <laughs> You're the one who said it. All the people and give them AIDS. Uh, I was kind of. I was. I was trying to mock the kind of reaction and kind of public spin that he puts on his being method mm-hmm. and like going that extra mile to get this crazy character into his head. I hate hearing about it. I hate it. Allow um, me to change the topic, then, guys. The Captain Planet episode called "A Formula of." Uh, formula for hate. I'm just going to read the first paragraph and the plot synopsis. Oh and I mean, there's more to it. Verminous scum breaks into a doctor's office and searches through medical files. He discovers that a, ba- a basketball, it actually says basketball here. A legit, and this thing is oh a basketball. God, I hope it was about basketball. It, I, I thought I misread it at first, but actually, that's great. A basketball. A player named Todd Andrews, voiced by Neil Patrick Harris, has been diagnosed as being HIV positive and scum starts spreading rumours that Todd has AIDS, turning his (laughs) classmates and townspeople against him. Also, Neil Patrick Harris, they put a gay guy in that role. That's really... That's definitely before it was out. I think that might have been during the Doogie Howser days. Oh, you know what? I'm almost done. Actually, it's not as long as I thought. The Planet TSC posters Scum has made about Todd plastered on the walls all over town. The townspeople then wreck Todd's mother's vegetable stand. The Planet arrive to drive the angry mob away, but Todd then disappears, fleeing to an old shack. After having a nightmare where his girlfriend, mother, brother, best friend, and coach all tell him they're disappointed in him, Todd decides to go back, only to find the boat he had used to reach the shack is gone, leaving him stranded. Marty uses his power to pinpoint Todd's location and the planet he has summoned Captain Planet who brings Todd oh, back. Thank goodness. When the crowd with scum coming, uh, sorry, among them, react angrily to Todd's presence at the school's base basketball game, Captain Planet and Todd's coach <laughs> set the record straight with Captain Planet telling the crowd they've been led astray by lies and the coach tells them they can't get AIDS by casual contact. While the crowd cheered, <laughs> yep. while the crowd cheered, Todd Scum and his hen, his henchrat, yep, that's that word, tried and sneak off. Scum definitely has a henchrat. <laughs> There's yeah. one thing I remember it's about that. Um, Try to sneak off, only to be intercepted by Captain Planet, who delays them long enough for the police to arrive and arrest them. Uh, I got some lovely quotes here for later, but that it's, was it's about just Gaia talking about AIDS. <laughs> AIDS is a terrible epidemic plaguing our world, but two things make it even worse ignorance and fear. You cannot catch AIDS from hugging or playing or eating in the same cafeteria with someone. Learn the facts about AIDS. Talk to your parents, your school nurse, counselor, or your teacher. And then Captain Planet chimes in. So protect yourself and others with knowledge. Remember. The power is yours. More fucking educational than this whole movie. I will admit, now I've heard that, I'm definitely a hard no one seeing the movie again because I need to see this episode. Well, I think if, when it comes to seeing this, episode, this, this particular episode of Captain Planet or watching this movie... Even Alex, I think, will watch this episode of Captain Planet. Right? I could have checked. I don't it. know if I can go back and watch that sort of cartoon again. It's it's it, it doesn't hold up. No, it yeah, does not hold up. <laughs> it doesn't but, say here, but guys, we're talking like average length of like twenty two minutes. Obviously, minus the ads in there, so about 
it would yeah. be half an hour time slot, wouldn't it? And then if you take out all Something. the product placement that they put in there, then all the like music kind of getting you into it, it's like five minutes of actual content. <laughs> What's a hench rat? Can we? It's, <laughs> it's a rat who's also a henchman. Okay, venomous scum. I can't believe this whole name does not look like what I thought it would look like. I was expecting like an ooze type creature. It's just like a just like a ginger guy. <laughs> like <laughs> he's wearing um, good. To get back to the <laughs> film, it is a no from me. Shocking. Uh, I support shocked. you. I support you in your choices. I, I, I recommended this movie apparently mm-hmm. uh, thinking it would be a no. I recommended no. movies to watch and then said no to them anyway, so it's not, not too bad. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah I, I've said no to those movies too. I don't think I'll ever watch this movie again. Oh, poor people in court for this. Oh, it's so embarrassing. I mean, it, it is pretty dumb. But oh. you know what's not done? Yeah. Pizza deliverance? <laughs> is that what yes, it's called? That is what that is what's I did my Success. job. Steel trap, am I right? <laughs> uh yeah, no, it's not dumb at all. Uh, so how how well can our audience help you get this movie made? Well, uh, lucky for them, we're crowdfunding at the moment. Uh, so we're crowdfunding through the ACF, the Australian Cultural Fund. Strangely enough. They're considered a crowd. Oh my gosh. If they have funds, this it, might just work out. Possibly. <laughs> we have a crowd. If they have funds, put them together. You got crowdfunding. That's that's amazing. And a movie. And a movie, end. yeah. No, that too. That too, yeah. That's <laughs> so how maths ACF. works. Yeah, so the ACF. So uh, it's kind of similar to like Kickstarter and Indiegogo, but it's through the Australian government. Oh, cool. So rather than getting rewards and overpriced crap back, you get it all back in tax instead. So cha-ching, it's kind of like money laundering, but through the government. Or just a tax refundable donation. Is that kind of like that? I guess it's kind of like that. (laughs) Uh, Not as exciting, but... Not as exciting. If you do want to know that you're laundering money. Oh, absolutely. uh, And without using Commonwealth Bank. So <laughs> you're not going to go to court over it. Yay. Excellent. Well, uh, we'll put all the links to your stuff and we'll link to the trailer as well in Absolutely. the show notes. Uh, so, yeah, go check that out and launder some money through the Australian government, I guess. That's, that, that's, that's our new pitch. It was Die Hard but with pizza. Now it's launder some money. Launder some money through the Australian <laughs> government. Who can't get behind some white-collar crime? Am I right? Uh, right. 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 (laughs) There we go. All right. Well, thanks for joining us, John. No, thank you for having me. And Uh, uh, we look forward to seeing your film when it's made. Yay. So do I. (laughs) Bye, everyone. Bye. Okay. Thank you for listening, everyone. So if you want to get in contact with us, there are a number of ways to do it. You can go to our website, which is secondtakepodcast.com. Or you can email us because we have one of those things. We are secondtakepodcast at gmail.com. And always we've got Facebook, you know, Facebook slash second take. Is that right? Sure. Yeah, yeah sure. That yeah. one. Or second take podcast. You, you find it. Yeah. And Twitter at second take TNC. Or we we have an Instagram, funnily enough. Sometimes we post video. No, well, actually, we have no videos. No videos of some pictures, yet. though. That are funny. There was, there was a quite a smart tweed jacket on there the other day. Oh yes, yeah. Uh, I got bored. Um, <laughs> really. Also, um, if you guys want to support the show, we also have a link to our Patreon. It's patreon.com forward slash Second Take. 
Um, this is a, a, a big variety of ways that you guys can give to us. It starts as little as $1 per month, which is 12 bucks a year. And it's it's pretty, pretty low and pretty simple. But we've also got sort of a group goal going at the moment there. So once we hit our first target, which is collectively uh, $50 a month, we're going to release uh, all of our reviews of the Monty Python film series. Ah, and then yes. the idea is ongoing from there for every little milestone we hit, we're going to do extra series for everyone. So sort of a... So please go on and sponsor us so that we can review the Monty Pythons because I can't watch them until then. It's true. We're not allowed to watch any movies unless we're reviewing them. (laughs) And yeah, if you want to have a listen to any of the other podcasts that any of us are on, um, go to thatsnotkindofproductions.com, which is the mothership for all of of our other podcasts. Yeah. Yeah. In one of them, I'm a wizard. It's pretty good. Yeah. And I get to torture that wizard. It's even better. (sighs) And maybe just one day... There'll be solo podcasts that we do. That you solo can find podcasts, there. yeah, where we just talk at ourselves. Yeah, yep. The good. best kind of Fun. podcast, no interruptions, right? Oh, you'd be surprised. <laughs> none of, none of this over talking of each other. <laughs> <laughs> I do like to think fans will literally pause just to be like, "That's that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> that's not how that works." <laughs> just because it's you in the room by yourself, Sam, doesn't mean you're incorrect. Anyway, it's fine. <laughs> good, good. Yeah. Okay, thank you. Yeah, thanks uh, very much for listening. And go do all the things on social media. Hooray. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. quince.com slash style.